Yeah, I can see that. And way to, you know, call me out for not watching you. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you, Jeff? If only I had a co-host that's been with me for eight years. But, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, a... join the stream. Even pretend to be somebody else. That's okay. My wife has never listened to an episode of this show, so. It's probably for a good reason. Like, I don't think mine has either. Like It's probably for the best. They're like, I get an hour to myself. They go off and record. I can do whatever I want. Adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Now, between you and... Your two lovely kids. Who's yeah. played the most games? Oh, okay. Between me and my kids. You know, I would probably say my kids, but I probably gave them a good run for their money. That's oh, that's that's the dream. That's fantastic. The best part of the show sometimes is honestly the hope. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it's a constant like it gets better. That's right. Don't worry about it because my kids like mop the floor with me. It, oh, it yeah. is ridiculous. And you might ask, okay, how can you prove such a thing? Or how, is that just anecdotal? Yes. No, folks, we got the data. We have the data <laughs> to back up the fact that my kids just made a mockery of my pathetic hours of gaming this year. What I'm speaking about is this year's gaming in review. Yes. It's a very cool thing. I think Spotify, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure Spotify was one of the first ones to do this type of thing, no? It definitely made it, like, the most popular, I think. Everyone, like, loves that year-end wrapped kind of thing, so. Yeah, and so everybody followed suit. The next thing you know, Steam comes out with it. Xbox comes out with it. PlayStation comes out with it. Everyone gets to look back on their year and how their year of gaming went. And you posted yours on to Twitter, Jeff. Like, how did uh, how did your end of year look? Uh, like, it wasn't bad. I was, like, you know, relatively <clears throat> surprised. 43 games, you know, uh, I think 11 days was my longest streak. Almost 500 gameplay sessions. But what is really surprising to me, right? And this is where <laughs> Valve needs to listen up. Because I bought a Steam Deck, and 100% of my Steam playtime is on the Steam Deck. <laughs> like, not one on PC or any other device, Steam Deck only. That's amazing. The... So the amount of prompting that the Steam Deck, the calling to games that the Steam Deck re represented for you is just awesome. I'm trying to think, when did you, you only got that like mid-year? Like I don't seem to recall you getting it beginning of the year unless I'm misremembering. Um, I think it was a year ago, uh, hmm. at like almost like November of last year kind of thing. Right. So all this year okay. has been I was off. Yeah. Steam Deck, gotcha. all of it. Man, that's part. Like you look at these charts, and now we're now looking at a, a Jeff's chart, just specifically with RimWorld. Yeah, which, which you got real heavy into. I in did. April, dropped I did. it, and then August like, <laughs> skyrocketed <laughs> with usage of this game. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where you can just pick up and play, and then you get back into those habits, mm. and you're like, "Yeah, let me do this." Yeah. So the when you look back on that, and what what is interesting for folks to know is that over the next two 
weeks for the next two episodes, Jeff and I are going to do a retrospective on the year that was for Gaming Dads, and then future, the next year, what do we hope for this year coming up in gaming? So I don't want to delve too much into the past, but yeah, I mean, you look at this, and what is your impression? Like, what do you what do you think? It's like that's pretty good. I'm glad I got an opportunity, or oh, I should have played more different things. Like, what what are you struck by when you see the stats? Um, it's kind of funny that I. <laughs> I keep seeing Witcher 3 up in my top five. It just never leaves. And it, ne- it never leaves. It's always my comfort game. It's always my go-to. So it's funny seeing that there. Like, I'm not shocked, but it's funny mm. that it's always there. Um, and then just playing games that are really meant for, like, mouse and keyboard, and I'm playing them on the Steam Deck. So it's just, like, one of those, <laughs> am I doing myself a disservice and just trying to control these games with the Steam Deck? But, like, I had so much fun, and a lot mm. of those hours uh, are well-spent uh i'm it's between these walls though this doesn't get out of here right like my wife's not gonna find out my kids nothing (laughs) i I prefer to think of the the mouse and keyboard is just a testament to the hardware that was built there you go and and it's like you know what i can handle these games this is great so you had a decent year yeah and before the recording we brought up (laughs) my steam year now what before (laughs) what was your impression of my steam year in review as far as the games that i played I was actually surprised that it went into it because there is a minimum that you have to hit. That <laughs> <laughs> has to track. <laughs> yeah, folks, like not to bury the lead, like my year was pathetic. <laughs> just, just ass garbage. Uh, is, you can't. I can't sugarcoat this whatsoever. It's really sad. I just did not get a big opportunity to play games this year. Um, no, twelve games really. altogether. Yay, one each Th- month, right? Like through the whole year, six achievements unlocked. <laughs> but it's Elden Ring, it's like, oh, you played Elden Ring for fifty eight percent of your playtime in the in the amount that you played Steam. You're like, Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. You played it seventeen times. That's not so good. Seventeen times. I don't know if you made it out of the tutorial area. <laughs> and then Marvel Snap, which I really got into like just this last like couple months, honestly, as I started to stream on Twitch. And then Slay the Spire a bit. That was like only one session. I played 12 games. Four, the only time I got any type on a roll was like to play four days in a row, which probably was with um, Elden Ring when I got really okay. into that. Okay, all right. I, yeah, this is just like the, the numbers. It's just so sad and pathetic. There's one part where it's like, by the numbers. And this is, this is Steam is trying to show you, okay, here's like how many games did you add? How many awards did you get? How many screenshots? It's just like nothing. Just Nothing. blank lines. Trevor of New Dad Gaming was it, just pathetic. And even with Elden Ring, which they were congratulating me on my amount of play, is you see January and February looking great. And then it craters. I didn't touch it again since March <laughs> of this year. This is this is hard to watch, basically, it, as a gaming dad who runs a podcast on gaming. You're just playing off the grid, right? Like, this is not... Yeah. This can't be... <laughs> Well, so 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 this is what happened. So, Gaming Dad, look look looks back on the entire year. It was not. I could I could tell you it wasn't a good year for gaming. Just okay. just how this year shook out. You know, just how things kind of went. Um, but I I was curious. It's like, well, I I do use the Xbox a little bit. Yes. Either um, Xbox Game Pass. Uh, to stream to my PC or you know just the Xbox itself. So why don't maybe the xbox will tell a different story yeah let's take let's take a gander uh 
My Xbox account, which by the way my kids also use, is in the top 5% of all gamers. Yeah, you did it. Congratulations. It was 927 hours of game time spent. That is a lot. It's so much. I just, like, this is so bad. I'm trying, I was trying to think about how much of that is me. Right. Yeah. I I did some streaming stuff. I played um, a number of games on my PC with the Xbox. It was kind of hard to put it. Starfield, I got like really deep into. So, but that even that was like at most sixty hours, right? Yeah. And I had played um, the racing game a whole lot. Horizon. I had played uh, the other Star Battler that I can't quite think of the name of it. But even still, it just points to the fact that my kids played a stupid amount of video games this year it's bad like it i I, mean, I, I, I wasn't even sure i wanted to show this on the show <laughs> i did to mention this because it, it's embarrassing i'm concerned about how good a, of a father i am given the amount of hours that they spent playing games i i appreciate you you ended up sharing it to show how real and authentic you are and sharing oh. your love of games whether yeah. it's your kids or you <laughs> with our audience God. But yeah, that's a lot of gaming. I try to look up my kids. I'm going to try and find mm-hmm. out theirs because I bet you they almost rival this. <laughs> and it's not that we're just, you know, allowing them to do this. There's summers. I think we came to that conclusion that summer was like, you know what? Dad still has to work. You're off school. Just go have fun for a bit. And... That, was, that was the savings grace. So, the, so when I first saw this number, I did the math. So, so for myself, it's like, how much of that is me? And if I think about the titles, maybe 100. So there was High on Life, uh, which I probably put in 40, 60 to Starfield, other random ones. So let's call it even like a a robust 150, if I'm lucky, right? So that means the entire rest of it, almost like another, um, you know, six or 700 is all them. Oh, God. So now I do the math. And the only time they're allowed to play games is on the weekend. Right. And that math basically computes to them going roughly like eight or nine hours a day on the weekend. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell happened? Are they waking up at like three in the morning? Like, do we have to have some serious talk? <laughs> you did remind me of the summer, though. And for the summer, like we would, I, 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 I will try to defend myself a bit. Like we do limit their playtime. It's like you wait, you got, you can wake up, but you can't start playing until eight. Because the problem we had is that they were just. It got. They thought that oh, whenever I wake up, I can start playing. Exactly. Therefore, it kept yeah. getting earlier. No, there's your three a.m. PlayStation's. Right? Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> yeah. don't want like, that. So no, you can only start at eight because you have. So you might as well sleep because like that, that's too early. Yeah. And then you know three or four hours, we cut them off. But I forgot what what in the calculation it was like. Oh yeah, summer. Every morning of the summer, they got up and they had their session. So that that certainly computed the numbers but man are they living their best gamer life i mean they really are top what is that top five percent of roblox like woo, you're up yeah, there you, my sons played 443 hours of roblox through the year 20 day the, their highest the 20 days so that must have happened in the summer because there's no, yeah. it's not during the week unless like they're really pulling a fast one. Yeah. You're in the top 5% of this game's most active players. 
God, man. <laughs> they unlocked that daily roll. They're top 3%. Only other 3% has unlocked that. That's, yeah, I mean, come on. We're raising little gamers. That, that'll be fine. I'll say this. Like, I remember we had, I'd be curious even to see like the chart because we had the reset at one point where their grades had not kept caught up and we had right. i think they were doing some minecraft during the week but we cut we banned it because your grades aren't good enough like this you are granted games when every like everything else is going really well right yeah yeah that and, and like they, they thing, lost right? weekends to all, like if they if he failed the test or something like that it was always a teacher had a complaint like we banned video games for that weekend like it was certainly not something it's not a given necessarily in the household yeah but my lord are they ever just far the 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 stark contrast could not be sharper is is trevor's year in review it's like hey good job buddy you played like you played 20 hours of Elden ring good way to go champ and then look at my kids who are in the top five percent of all gamer time i think we're gonna have guests on the show and they're gonna be your children to talk about (laughs) yeah actual gamers hashtag real gamers god it looks like i'm gonna have some I think I'm already sensing the theme for our upcoming the the upcoming year of gaming. I th- yeah. I th- right? I think I have a theme ready to go for yeah. that. Oh, but hey, gaming dads out there, what was your gaming year in review like? Did you hit the numbers you like? Were you kind of happy about the variety of games you played? Were you distraught as I was with the hours your kids managed to rack up in their game time? Reach out to us newdadgaming.com on Twitter and Threads and Instagram or newdadgaming.com. Now, speaking of another wonderful father figure, we <laughs> we have dear, dear Kratos, and there's been an interesting conversation online about his quote-unquote softness within yeah. the last couple uh, games. Why don't you cue us up on this story? Yeah, so basically the old director of God of War games, the one through three, before it was remade into what it is kind of now, um just commented on you know kratos that whole character arc of him was not to go down the path of this loving father and thought that you know they kratos was getting soft and it wasn't about that it wasn't telling stories about family it was telling stories about the violence and visceral feeling of being the god of war and slaughtering all these other gods right and your path to revenge or redemption or whatever so it was just something that struck i think both of us is kind of like, no, you know, fatherhood is definitely not, you know, not something to be, (laughs) it's not considered soft as is not a bad thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. to love your child and figure out, Hey, look, um, all the stuff that I'm feeling for my family, I have it here. Now I'm going to value that over my revenge path, right? In the whole Kratos character Mm -hmm. arc. And it's something that, again, I've, trying to teach my kids right on trying to value love kindness respect for each other empathy like those are the things we need to hold tight and you know not go to the anger aggression i need revenge blah 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 right which i think the original kratos games a lot of people were into that and like it it made sense at the time maybe even but then like the character kind of felt like a one-dimensional you're just playing this person that's going around slaughtering people mm-hmm. and i think they kind of molded that into something that people could really like as dads like kratos story really hit me 
in the new remake of it where you know he's valuing his kids and now it's this 3d person right mm. with emotions and trying to like what is what does he do with it and he can't you know he's not perfect he has flaws and then it goes from there so yeah, yeah the man. softness was like whoa okay what <laughs> yes it it really just feels like sour grapes like i don't think there's yeah. any really way to the games had never been more popular critical acclaim sold unbelievably and the other games look the god god of war one two three fantastic like just blasts like they're so amazing so it's not to detract from it at all it's like it should have been this all along the only reason this game the, the latest installments of god of war in my opinion could be as powerful it was is because it's the contrast to the first ones where it was lust and blood and revenge and gore and like violence and craziness and then that man that person has to transition into everything that is involved with being a father yeah right like you you could not have just in, introduced a brand new character like frank like the <laughs> frank <laughs> Frankos, his brother, and he's he just immediately has he's immediately wrestling with these emotions. The entire arc of it, which was so stunning and fantastic and brave, of it was, and and it just it mimics a real life situation where it's like the unfettered or the unreserved, uh, you know, thrust of masculinity and like living as like a single man and the changes you go through to become a father which like we've all wrestled with like so much of this show was like us wrestling with this and finding the balance and finding this happiness and to see a beloved video game character go through that same thing was just like unbelievable like absolutely fantastic to take as you said to to add so many dimensions to what was ultimately a random avatar for violence which was still great like again like i really don't want to i would never knock those games yeah because they were so great and well done and fun but then to take that and have them journey through fatherhood as we all have was just stunning. And it's, it's so wild to see a certain negativity attached to it. It's like, oh, like he's gone soft. Like it's it's like, yeah, <laughs> like, like in, a, yeah. In, in, in a sense, like it's like, but appropriately, because like the, you like old Kratos was not necessarily a good person, you no. know, like it was it was a violent maniac avatar for you to like impose some like crazy violent fun stuff on arcade style stuff and we we were able to grow him into a full a full person much like we all become his dads right yeah and i i kind of like what you said there where it was like it was a risk to take this where it went um because the original games like again no spoiler alerts really but like kratos lost a family already right that's why Mm -hmm. he's covered in the ash of them and he's you know, trying to get revenge on, you know, what he agreed to, and he lost his family to seek power. And in these games, like, that's flipped, right? Like, Mm. he understands the value of his family because of his lust for power, right? And then you're trying to, like, he's trying to, like, hold back all Mm. those original emotions because now he's a father and a father again, right? And he doesn't Mm. want to lose his family. And he has to kind of Again, unpack and undo a lot of that stuff. I, again, I love it. I think it's a great mm. arc for such a character. Not knocking the old games like we said. They were, yeah. again, great for their time. I think PlayStation 2, all the way back there, was when they started. So, <laughs> I just like yeah. the... Man, that, I'll never forget the scene. The 
I, I very thankfully have never had an issue and I, I, I attribute this to like a it's kind of a golden age that we're growing up in in a sense right now where it's like you know what we had silly masculinity we've had over softness in some ways and we've, we found this balance of like you can be three-dimensional you can be unique you can kind yeah. of like carve your own path and have your own way to do it but seeing in the game where a man of horrendous violence and difficult path like he's all he's trying to do is like put his hand on the shoulder right of his son right. and he he like i think it's like three or four times he backs he wants to provide that comfort wants to provide that bond and just can't and it yeah. finally happens and you're just like you're throwing the control <laughs> in the air right it's this tri- yeah, triumphant yeah. emotional moment and it's just like a hand touch but the especially for anybody watching it's a triumphant moment but especially for a father who's arrived at a place of comfort in their own body as far as like this is the role of being a dad yeah and then to see it played on the screen genius so i you know i can never particularly take that it, it very much sounds like um some kind of silly dated notions and a bit of sour grapes unfortunately yeah which i, 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 I i'll tell you this I, I could kind of imagine it it is it is your creation you had a vision for it and now it went in a different direction, and now it gets all this acclaim. Yeah, it, it, yeah. that hurts. That sucks. That's not necessarily fair. So I can I can see it, but it doesn't mean that the statements aren't wrong necessarily. That's right. Yeah. So hey, kudos to one of the. <laughs> do, do we name it? So it's Dad of War. What? By the way, I've never beaten it. Um, <laughs> neither. You ever beat the original? The, neither. Like, the, okay. <laughs> so it's, maybe it's one in of those your th- gameplay statistics. <laughs> It God was one of those work. one of those ones that I was thinking of like trying to hook up the PlayStation to stream because apparently they does that that also works on the iPhone or iPad. Oh, okay, that'd be a so different one. Yeah, gonna look gonna look into that too. One of the, it's on the list, Jeff. I, I got a great gaming list. retirement coming up. That's right. Wait till you see my results next year. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play it back. Now, games from the past that perhaps should not be unearthed are. Nintendo 64 was a great system. It was, right? But but the transition as we all 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 of us who lived it from 2D to 3D was difficult to was say it, the least. Yeah, yeah. And it left a lot of weird feeling weird artifacts in its wake and one such might just be Kirby 64 which showed up in your household at least a desire for it for some reason. Y- yeah. Yeah, so just to kind of give some backstory to this, my 10-year-old, uh, again, my kids didn't really ask for any games for Christmas, so I thought we were getting away with, you know, other things, whatever. But then my 10-year-old does their uh, final, final, final Christmas list, <laughs> and they put down Kirby and the Crystal Shards. I'm like, that doesn't sound familiar. I don't think that's the latest one. Are you sure? And they showed me, yes, it's Kirby and the Crystal Shards, and I had to look it up, go to a YouTube video. It's Nintendo 64. I had to sit them down and be like, are you sure? <laughs> like, like, there's... Really? They're, like, we're looking at gameplay, and honestly, Mario 64, I could still play. I think it's yeah. still fun. I think it's hilarious. Like, they did a really good job with it, and it can hold up, barring some, un, you know, some other little remnants of N64 past. But this one just... I don't know. It does not look great. It doesn't look don't, that don't, fun. Don't, don't sugarcoat it. This is garbage. <laughs> this looks terrible. It doesn't 
look good at all. It looks like kind of like thrown together. Like, yeah, we got to do something. Here you go. And it's done. So anyway, like, again, trying to humor my 10 year old. I will see. This has got to be cheap. It's got to be on Nintendo online, right? Well, yes, it is, Trevor. Mm-hmm. under the expansion pass oh, which i do God. not have for the online version yep so so how would you like to get a brand new subscription in order to get this into your household so psa to any dads that want the expansion <laughs> pass add-on to an already existing nintendo online account you have to sign up for 12 months there's no way around wow. it wow the expansion pass makes you do a year and then pays whatever else is left on your overall account right so this game would cost me sixty dollars <laughs> and i thought it would be a cheap oh yeah i'll just upgrade for 20 bucks you know a couple months they can play it and then leave it be nope 12 months to get this thing so we have some thinking to do <laughs> that's that's gonna be tricky did santa get it <sighs> listen santa has taste when it comes to games okay so- Santa has a limit to how far back he can go. Okay, my child, like Santa has taste, and he's not going to just drop anything into it. I mean, we're looking at gameplay, and I can't get past how how cookie cut. I don't know. There's something about it that does not look great. Yeah, I I suggest like anybody listening should really go check it out. Like it is, you'll immediately recognize it. It's one of those PlayStation had these titles, and 64 did, and it's where it's like baby's first. 3d game it really is and it's just lousy like it's so bad it actually looks worse than a roblox game oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) roblox would steal the kirby ip and it could absolutely do better than this i wonder if i could find it there it might be an option i guarantee yeah there you go there's your secret guarantee that ip theft den definitely has it yeah yeah anyways but what an interesting pull is there anything else on the is there any saving grace? Is there any silver lining? Because the expansion pack does have some good titles into it, though, right? So is there it, just kind of like a secret dad angle to this where you're going to get access to some games you want? I will get access to some games that I want. And um, you have options to pay for um, added, like, you know, added Mario Kart courses and all that stuff. There's in the booster packs. You can get discounts and stuff. But, like, it has to go under my account. I can't buy a new, whole new online <laughs> expansion pass for their specific account. Uh-oh. So they'll have to play under mine. And then, yeah, I'll get access to this. But, like, Nintendo's not very great at pumping out <laughs> Nintendo 64 titles. <laughs> I might be ending up with more Kirby games. I don't know. Mm. So it's like rolling the dice. I don't know if I want to do $60 to, to figure that out. But we'll, we'll see what Santa has to drink that night and see if that happens. <laughs> see what Miracle Santa might pull out. Yes, God, I, I, this is really hard to watch. This is so bad. Uh, can you turn it off, please? <laughs> like, I'm like distracted by like how awful. For the, for the live stream and the YouTube, we like to have games playing in the background, but this is really upsetting. I don't like watching this at all. It's this just is so bad. Triangles fighting each other. Such a jank. Uh. Oh, we'll have to let know how it goes. Now the... They, my kids have not thrown in any last-minute Christmas stuff, but they did pull a Christmas fast one. Ooh. We'll call it that. So <laughs> one quick story to wrap up the evening, the podcast recording. We we were decided to be one of those households this season. Okay. And we had a bunch of neighbors over for a Christmas party. Oh, and, good. And super good. Like I'm re- so happy we did it. Like Amazing people we happen to live around, but I wanted to... Get to know the neighbors more. Wanted to create a sense of community. So you know what? Like, we'll clean our house out. 
I'd never seen this house so clean in my life. It's like this this house is great. I wish I lived here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never seen this before. Uh, served it a bunch of food. Like everything panned out perfectly. So so happy we did it. Uh, there was a number of kids that came along as well. Okay, um, including like friends from school, but otherwise just some from the neighborhood. And they just it was perfect to see. I'm always so relieved when my kids play well with others. Where it's like, okay, you're kind of normal. You can handle this. But they all just kind of like glommed together, ran off, having a good time. Okay. But eventually, eventually, and you would know that where this is going. Eventually, yep. the question comes up, can we play video games? Right. It's like, Listen, Dad, my numbers aren't very high. I got to like boost those stats. <laughs> I got to get that an extra, yeah. extra day streak. Can't. So I, they, so they come up and say it. And initially, it's like, no. Just yeah. look, you're all together. It's a bunch of kids. Like, get some Nerf guns. Like, roll around a bit, have a pillow fight. Just stay offline. Have a good time. And they did for a very long time. But event came came maybe once, maybe twice more. My kids asking me, "Can we play?" It's like, no. I'm like, no, you can't. Now, finally, they got a little bit wise because mm -hmm. what they did was they sent one of the friends. They sent one of the neighbor kids to ask, like, "Hey, like, Mr. Alexander, could we like play some video games? Would you mind?" And it's like, oh, look at look at you, you adorable kid. You don't live here. Like, I like you. You're fine. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I I can't say no to another kid. I like That's kids. Right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, go ahead, you, you little scamp. You. It was all a ruse, Jeff. It was all a ruse. It was it was planned out from the very inception. It's like, listen, I'm getting stonewalled by my old man. You go up. And ask him because he's not gonna he's gonna have a harder time saying no to guests. And they were right. I yeah. had a harder time saying no to guests. Absolutely. I got, I got just stomped. Like they, they beat me. Is there a learning lesson here? Are you gonna just like say straight up no to that next <laughs> kid that comes through the door, break their heart, and they're like, Oh, I didn't even know. Like <laughs> No, shut up, random kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is my house of my room. You don't play games in this household. <sighs> I, if anything, it's just like never doubt the ingenuity, ingenuity of your kids in order to get their hands on some video games. It was so well played. It, it's hard to don't hate the player, hate the game. No, that is amazing. That's you know that's creative problem solving. That's what that is. I it's <laughs> you kind of like it. It's sort of like they're understanding the human condition. It's like yeah, he he can more easily say no to me because <laughs> I live with them. But he's in live with you, and he's going to try to be nice to the neighborhood. So, like, maybe you go ask. Turn on those puppy dog eyes. Maybe yeah. just carry a puppy and just be like, listen. Yeah. Let, me, let me just spritz some water in your face real quick. <laughs> you get some of those, like, false tears going, too. <laughs> oh, uh. that's so good. They got you, <laughs> sucker. What can I say? Mark it down. They pulled a fast one on the old man. That's right. Power to him. Hey, everybody, we'll wrap it up there for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Do you have... A good hoodwink story from your kids. Do you have some garbage N64 titles that you're looking to review? What was your game in review? What was your year in gaming like? Your review. And what was your kids like? That's even a bit more of an interesting story. All these things, we love to hear it. Hearing some of the stories from fellow gaming dads is one of the best parts of the podcast. So reach out to us at New Dad Gaming on Twitter, Instagram, threads, or NewDadGaming.com. If you did like the show, you can find us on all the major podcasting networks. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Caster, Spotify, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just search for New Dad Gaming. If you do so, what really helps us out, if we can ask a favor, is to subscribe. Subscribe and leave a rating or a comment really helps boost the signal and gets us out to as many gaming dads 
as possible. So everyone, once again, I'll thank you for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. And until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have an zero games played, <laughs> eight, an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and maybe Kirby 64. <laughs> Please don't. Please, I know. <laughs> Please don't support this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Remember, just because he became a dad does not mean it's game over.